0: Hi everyone, this is Rason here and I'm your host for The Regacy Show and today, uh, before we actually start the show, let me ask you guys, what is freedom all about to you? And if let's say today, we're going to be able to let Emil to guide you through and let you have a better understanding of freedom, will you be able to deliver, will you be able to actually make it happen for this 2019? Will you love it? Will you do it? Will you go and reach out to this thing called freedom, right? And uh, Mm. I would like to actually, first and foremost, invite Emil into the show and to let you guys know more about him and what he do. Thank you so much for... Thanks, Fana. Yeah, thanks for coming onto the show. And, uh, you know, I've I've known uh, you through Joel Brown Mm. and I've seen you doing a lot of stuff, cool stuff with Joel in uh, Bali doing Elevate program and all this kind of stuff. That is pretty cool, right? And um, as we all know that you are the, I would say, thought provoking leader Mm. of our time. So do you mind if you share with the audience more, a bit more about who you are and what you do? Yes. Thanks for having me. For starters, um, yeah. so what do I do? I'm an emotional mm-hmm.
1: intelligence coach and transformational mm-hmm. speaker. Okay, and um, it's funny because I get asked all the time, like, what's emotional intelligence and is this new? Yeah, um, and how is it different to like life coaching? And mm-hmm. for me, when I when I first started life coaching, I, I started doing that nearly nine years ago. Nine years ago! Wow. Yeah. Okay. And the reason being is I was more interested in, like, well, wow, how I tick and how I move and un- understanding myself. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, ultimately, what it comes down to is, is how do you understand your emotions? How do you understand your triggers? How do you understand your thoughts, your feelings? Yes. And so many of us have, we have so many thoughts a day. Yep, more than 5,000,
0: 10,000 thoughts a day. It's
1: actually (laughs) sixty to 80,000 thoughts a day. that's a lot. (laughs) I know, and some people more. Wow, okay. So every second you're thinking something and then the next thought turns into another thought and that turns Mm -hmm. into another thought. And the reason why I teach emotional intelligence is because one, I was really bad with my emotions. Like I didn't understand, I would get triggered easily, I would take shit personal. Okay. I would um blame people. Okay. Um that's just the name of you. All right. But really when I started to understand myself and understand my emotions, I started mm-hmm. to get a kind of I was handling life so much easier and I had I had more freedom. And yeah. what I did when when I started to take responsibility was I had freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. And yes. this is the okay. thing, is like why I was like, I want to talk about freedom is because we, we kind of have this understanding about what freedom is, and I want to go into it later on. A bit yep. more. Yeah, sure. Ultimately, the reason why I teach emotional intelligence is because the more I understand my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, mm-hmm. the more free I am to have the choice to create whatever I want, when I want, okay. and also express whatever I want, when I want, no. and how I want to say it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree, I mean like, In life, we all have this freedom of choice, Mm. right? We all have a lot of freedom to do certain things, whatever timing that we are having right now, we are able to do it, right? Like me, right now, I have the time to actually interview you Mm -hmm. and also at the same time get to build relationship with you, network with you and see how we can actually uh, work things out together or or make this episode one of the massive one in my episode, right? Other than Gary's and Grant's and all all the other people, right? So, I mean, you made a choice as well. Yeah. You made a choice to actually become a coach, yeah. emotional intelligence coach, mm. right? And don't mind me asking, is this something that you've always been wanting to do when you were younger, or was this something yeah. that you chance upon? Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not something I wanted to I wanted to be an NBA basketball player.
1: What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, all no. right. What are you laughing so, for? Oh, oh yeah. Man, I mean, I've play, I play you're, basketball. You're taller than me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I played basketball, and um, for me, it was—I thought I was going to become an NBA basketball player, and I trained and I practiced, and I was at a high level, but it nice. didn't, didn't make it in that space. Oh. And okay, um, after school, I kind of was kind of confused in what I wanted to do, and I didn't mm-hmm. know what I wanted to do. I knew that I liked. Working with people, but yep. I didn't understand exactly what I wanted. Okay. And I started working in clubs, in promotions, in events, and from there started getting out of my comfort zone because I was quite introverted, mm-hmm. and okay. I consider myself shy. So, <laughs> I wouldn't, okay, I wouldn't go out and put myself out there because right. because of that limiting belief. But okay, through going and working in the clubs, working with people, I knew I liked connection. Yes, and working with people. Okay. Um during that time in the clubs I got asked to do modeling and for years maybe two or three years I got asked to be a model and Mm -hmm. I rejected the idea because I didn't think I was good enough to become a model okay until one day I finally was like you know what I'm gonna do this and I decided to do the modeling and pursue the modeling career and through the modeling career that taught me about all about myself about my emotions about how I show up about connection about Uh, an attachment about rejection Mm
0: -hmm. which
1: is so many of us fear these days, we fear rejection, we don't want to be rejected because then we take it personally and we think that that's our truth Mm -hmm. from now on. If this person rejects me or if I get rejected from this then that means that I'm not meant to be in that that career and and some of the top people in this world today like that have been passed like from Disney to Oprah to Jordan have been rejected so many times and we don't see that, we just see that their glory but yeah. we see the back part of that. Correct. And for me, when I started modeling, I, you know, I was doing it, but when I pushed through my uncomfortable boundaries, that's when I started to see a different part of me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: okay. when I first started modeling, it was interesting is that in my head I was like, how can I become one of the best models? So I asked myself that question. And when you guys okay. ask yourself a how question, like how can I be more effective in this? Mm-hmm. What have I tried? Okay. What have I not tried? Like even you ask a what or a how question, they're powerful questions instead yes. of a why question, which is like something mm-hmm. like, why did this happen to me? Why did I get rejected? Because when you ask a why question, it's, it's from judgment.
0: Yes, I and, agree.
1: And all it's going to do is put all this judgment on and find all the reasons why you're not good enough mm-hmm. for that. So don't ever ask a why question when you're trying to find something, right? Instead, ask a how. how or a what or question. What? Okay, Right. cool so when i asked myself i was like how can i be more effective in this or what can i do to make sure that i stand out with it? between 200 models and i started reading communication books nice i started reading like how can i build rapport because you've got five seconds to make an impression yes i agree mm-hmm. even when i'm going for a casting how am i going to be different than me and 200 other models okay. so from from that age i was like okay well let me just see how can i, how can I connect to this person that's casting me? How can I make sure that I remember? How can I make sure I build rapport in the first five seconds? And from that, I started studying more into self-development, personal development. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom's a psychologist. Oh, And okay. I didn't think that I would be getting into psychology or anything like that. I just loved the fact that I was growing when I was learning about this stuff.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And from there, I did a self-development course. My mom, I came met from Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and I just did a modeling trip, and my mom said, do you want to do this? this forum like a self-development forum yep so I said yeah let's do it okay and I went and I learned a whole lot of stuff about myself that I didn't even know and Mm -hmm. what was crazy is that in the background I thought I was just going to you know just gonna go participate and see and then I started to see so much stuff that was hidden behind the scenes for myself that I never knew was possible okay and when I went there I really got the idea and I started to really see where I was showing up not as the best version of myself but as my idea of what I thought I needed to show up as okay and when I saw this woman on stage then I recognized I was like I want to do that in fact in my head I said I can do that
0: okay Interesting. and
1: uh-huh. that's when I as soon as I finished that course and I released a whole bunch of limiting beliefs and stories that I've been holding onto to for years hmm I started researching schools. Oh, okay. And I started studying with the ICA, um, which was an international coaching academy. I did that for two years.
0: Okay.
1: Then I did my yoga teacher training.
0: Yoga, okay.
1: Yeah. so I, I learned about yoga, I learned about the body, about how that emotion's are moving in the body. Yoga is to yoke, right? Mm
0: hmm, yes.
1: It's to yoke the breath with the movement of. When you're, when you're doing your, your movements, mm-hmm. how are you breathing into that and how are you exhaling and letting okay. it go? Right. And that got me so interested in the person itself. It's like, how if I can learn more about myself then mm-hmm. I can teach it. And this is the most beautiful thing about this job is that you get to learn it, you get yep. to teach it, you get to relearn it again every time you teach it.
0: Nice, okay.
1: So that's basically the, the long, short, long version short version of, how I of got how into, got. Yeah. Okay,
0: so just now you also mentioned that you read some books, personal development books. Yeah. So what were the books that you have read that you can actually uh, share with the audience so that they can actually, if let's say they want to impress people mm. in terms of their job interviews or anything, what, what was the books that you have read that you would highly the, recommend?
1: One of the books that really um, impacted me mm-hmm. was one of the first books I read was The Four Agreements. By, four Agreements. By Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. Um, now, the Four Agreements, it's so, it's so basic, but sometimes can be so hard at the same time to, to practice. Because the, okay. the, the beautiful thing about these agreements, though, is when you practice them on a consistent basis, and mm-hmm. I, I don't mean just read it, but practice it. Because that's yep. going to be the difference between you getting different results mm-hmm. and actually just picking up another book and reading it and going, okay, cool, I read that, but I'm not actually going to implement it.
0: Hmm, the okay. four
1: agreements, the first agreement is be impeccable with your word.
0: Yeah. You I say agree.
1: only what you mean and mean only what you say. Use the word within truth and love only.
0: Okay, nice.
1: The second agreement is don't take anything personal. Yeah. This was huge for me, <laughs> right? Yes, correct. Because I used to take shit personal all the time for people. I'd be like, mm-hmm. well, they're being a punk because of this and this and that, but it's really never ever anything to do with you. Yeah. If I love myself fully, and I really accepted myself, am I gonna really wanna project my BS stories onto other people? I'm not. No. 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 So when you learn that agreement, that shifted a whole perspective for me. Like When I don't take things personal, mm-hmm. and the second agreement is don't take anything personal because yeah. it's a projection of their world. Yes. It's a projection of how they treat themselves.
0: And how they treat others as yes. well. Yes, so yeah.
1: if you see that, you're like, well, it's nothing to do with me. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. take it. I'm not gonna take their energy.
0: I agree okay
1: the third agreement was don't make assumptions because nothing others say or do is because of you
0: yeah it will if you assume it will make an an ass out of you and me (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: so the third agreement is have the courage to ask for exactly what you want and how many times Mm. if you guys would do this if you were just to not make the assumption and just go okay what is it that I'm wanting right now I'm just gonna ask yeah to avoid misunderstanding and judgment yes and the fourth agreement was always do your best if you always do your best, you will avoid a regret and self-judgment. And yep. that was one of the first books that I, I taught. Mm-hmm. I taught that with a yoga class. And it was actually, there's a fifth agreement now. And oh, the okay. fifth agreement was written by his son. Oh. And the book, is, the fifth agreement is, don't believe yourself and don't believe anybody else.
0: Oh, okay. I know, it sounds weird, it, it right? Because you're like, yeah.
1: well, why would I, wouldn't I not believe myself? And uh-huh. what he's saying is that he's saying, question the doubt.
0: Question the doubt. Yes. Okay.
1: Listen to the intent behind the words to hear the true meaning. Now what okay. he's saying is don't believe the self that says I'm not good enough. Don't believe the self that says I'm not worthy. Don't believe the self that says um, I'm not gonna be able to do this or I'm gonna stuff it up or I'm gonna fail. That's the doubt. You question it.
0: Yeah, correct. And
1: mm-hmm. when he, what he's saying is that like question everybody else because when people are, are putting limitations on you, all they're mm-hmm. doing is coming from their own limited mm-hmm. mindset
0: yeah because if they
1: haven't done it then they're going to put it on you to be like well i can't see it for myself and so i, can't, I can't, definitely can't see it for you
0: mm-hmm. True.
1: so when i use these agreements like these are one of the that's one of the best books i read for, for to start with mm-hmm. um untethered the untethered soul is amazing
0: okay. Un, untethered soul untethered okay.
1: soul um Eckhart Tolle A New Earth that really shifted my perspective okay cool um i mean i've read so many different books all right uh, okay. but those three for sure definitely opened up my mind in in what I view freedom is and, okay. and how I go about life.
0: Nice wow so mm-hmm. wow that's that's amazing and I, I could tell that you are really a role model and also at the same time a practitioner of what you have been saying because watching you and Joel Brown doing all the Elevate and all this yeah. kind of stuff, I, I could see a lot of people's lives have changed, has transformed as well. Yeah. And also at the same time, if you guys have have not uh, met Joel Brown, he is the guy that inspired me to build my own podcast, to yeah. have my own podcast and to actually have amazing guests. like. ML and all the other people that's coming on board and all has already been on board as well. It, it is something that I, I truly believe, right? Um, if you really want something, you better go and do it mm. and, and not just saying and saying and saying and no action uh, being done and then the next moment you will be living a life full of regrets. Yeah. Especially when you're leaving this world, you'll also be living with regrets, because you're not just living uh, on earth with regrets, but you're living the earth with regrets because you did not do whatever that you're supposed to do. Mm. Probably God or whatever that has actually made you to have a purpose or whatsoever that you are supposed to do, but you somehow rather you didn't actually do it, right? And also at the same time, I believe while building this new career up, transitioning from a model Mm. to a coach a Mm. transformational coach to a uh, emotional intelligence coach i believe there must be some challenges for you especially when you first started out absolutely like uh, finding clients or creating your own systems and things like that so what were the challenges that you have to face and also at the same time how did you overcome them
1: yeah um so usually like what happened for myself was the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome hit hard
0: oh yes you know and A we, lot all, of... we all know that like <laughs> yep, the yep, Im- yep the
1: imposter syndrome it's like are people going to believe me are they going to trust me are they going to listen to me yeah. mm-hmm. why would people listen to me like these are some of the things that we, i i used to tell myself and yep. that was the story because i had the story that i wasn't good enough and um mm-hmm. You know, only how we develop confidence is through practice, and confidence is really trusting yourself. Yep, I agree. Right? So if you don't trust yourself, then you're going to doubt, and you're going to put these different stories and these these obstacles in your way, and you're going to allow that to control your life. Yeah, I agree. Now, at the start, I'll be honest, you know, I was... I was really afraid to really, like, are people gonna, how do I charge for this? And are people gonna trust me? And Mm -hmm. I studied, like, I studied a lot and I practiced and I listened. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it really just came from me practicing more and more with clients, like with through my school, was a two year course.
0: Yep. I
1: had to do practice sessions and we had teachers and coaches that would listen to our like supervised lessons. Okay. And, only through practice, I developed more confidence with it, but then when it came to like charging, it was another story because it was mm-hmm. like, how are people gonna pay for this? Yep. But it was such a weird thing. I, I launched it, my business, on my birthday. Okay, And I cool. invited 40 people, um, which were my, my like friends and, and friends and family, but there was about 40 people that came and I did mm-hmm. a presentation, and then I did this offer. I said, if anybody's interested in doing this, with me it's a 12-week program and here it is and and I had the prices and everything and I, that was the scariest first <laughs> speech. Yep, um, yep, yep. On, honestly it's like the scariest first speech of my life because mm-hmm. it was so important to me but also what I realized is that my mother told me after she said you know it's mm-hmm. harder to give a speech in front of people that you know instead of people you don't know. True And I, I agree. But I didn't know that hmm and I just thought that I was just like that was just me being perfectionist and nervous <laughs> And okay. uh, at the at the end of it one of my best friends actually said to me. I mean, I want you to coach me
0: well, wow. okay. and
1: That's when it started and I started with one and then I ended up running a workshop and because uh, I was a yoga teacher as well. I ran a yoga teacher mm-hmm. I ran a six-week program where it was yoga and then coaching nice and from there I had 16 people in that group Mm-hmm. and then but was it's it was so interesting when I think about it so long ago like I was charging I think 250 for five weeks.
0: 250 for five weeks? I know. Like what the was, hell? I know
1: <laughs> when I think about it that,
0: that's where I started
1: and I thought that, you know what I'm going to start and but for them from there I gained momentum mm-hmm. yep. and grew more from coaching and, and then from there Another one, like some person heard it about it and goes, like, can you come and teach in this group? And then I ended nice. up teaching more groups and okay. more confident and the more practice and the more on, I was on the field, Okay. right? Nice. Now, this is the problem these days. A lot of people are like, I want to become a coach. I want to do this, but they want to just go straight to there. And they don't mm-hmm. realize like, there's a lot of work that has to be put in, yep. in the background. Okay. And for me, it was like, I didn't really focus on marketing or branding mm-hmm. until I really started working with Joel.
0: Uh, yes. right, before okay. I was
1: just working on my mastering my craft and making sure that I was good in that. And I was getting referrals from people speaking, from mm-hmm. from uh, people referring me from mm-hmm. my gigs. Okay. So that went from that to like coaching one-on-ones and I got clients from the groups and then mm-hmm. it was just referral based. And nice. um, then it led to me speaking at some people's events and then mm-hmm. it just grew organically. but. Now it's getting to the point where it's like, yeah, like, like I said, we're in Singapore now, getting yep. interviewed by yourself. Yep. I'm saying yes to a lot more interviews. I'm, getting, I'm putting myself out there as a speaker and a coach more. Mm-hmm. But the difference is I'm really honing in on like my craft. Yep. Instead of saying I'm, generally, I'm generalizing as a life coach, I'm specializing with emotions. And yes. because I'm, I've really honed in on my niche mm-hmm. and what that, and what that means to me, Yep. and why I do that, this is why I feel like I'm getting a lot more momentum. Okay. Whereas before, it's like if you're general and you're vague about what you wanna speak on or coach on and you mm-hmm. trying to develop that, you're going to get people that are vague coming to you. You're yeah. gonna get clients that are vague. You're going to get people that are like, yeah, but I kinda want this, but I kinda want that. Yep. And it's so important that you know your niche and you know who you're gonna target
0: mm-hmm.
1: and know who you wanna support. Okay. Like sure. what are the characteristics of this kind of person Mm-hmm. Where do they live? What do they do for a living? What are yep. the biggest troubles that they go through? Okay. And when you get clear
0: about that, then you get clear about where you're going with your vision. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so that means for everyone that's tuning in, uh, Emil has been uh, coaching for more than a, over a decade already, and he has co- coached many people, thousands of people. and. All of them, they are not just employees, but they are also CEOs as well. Mm. And at the same time, he has actually given us a few books that he has recommended for those who just tune in, right? So, um, I I would say, right, the the books that he has mentioned, one of it was pretty good, Mm. right? I I, I felt like it resonates with me, right? The four agreements. And also at the same time, uh, what you have mentioned just now that you have actually made um, a change in your life mm-hmm. through emotional intelligence, which a lot of people are actually trying to sh- struggle with it. Yeah. Like a lot of them, a lot of us, right? And somehow rather for those who are new and you are really you know, into coaching, you make sure you have a niche, you make sure you have somebody of a targeted audience that you want and also at the same time you make sure that you know what is the thing that you want to teach, rather than... Yeah, like what's, yeah. The,
1: what's the problem that you want to solve
0: for people? Correct. And also at the same time, you have also mentioned that you charge at a lower price when you started. Don't yeah, give the, pro bono, right? No,
1: I mean, you can, you can. get experience, and okay. I'm not saying against it, but okay. at the start, don't keep, like only do it for a certain amount of time. Don't keep giving your time away, because okay. eventually yeah, people aren't going to value it. Mm-hmm. And now it's to the point where my, my time is my most valuable a valuable thing I can give yep. so if I'm giving my time it's like yo we're ready to play we're going deep
0: nice okay. and
1: after like I said after years of coaching it's like I choose who I want to work with mm-hmm. um, okay. and I interview my clients like okay. it's not like oh yeah I'm coming to you I want to coach with you it's like no I want to see what you're about what you're creating who you're contributing to and what's your mm-hmm. vision and if yeah. that aligns with my vision then mm-hmm. great
0: okay right
1: nice and okay. it's not coming from Ignorant or like I only work with certain people. It's coming from like what's my value and who do I want to share that with?
0: hmm and
1: yes. how do I want to impact the world because I want to make sure I'm working with people that want to impact more people Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm. make sure that your Mentees and everyone are coachable. Yes. Yes. They That's, have to be coachable no They matter, have to no be coachable. how much money they get, they have to be coachable. Yep. 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 And also at the same time, what keeps you going then? Because you, you have to face all these challenges, yeah. uh, especially when you, were, when you were just starting out, right? You had uh, not much experiences at first, but you have a lot of uh, knowledge and wisdom that you want to share. Mm. And the thing is, people will tend to reject you. The people yeah. who tend to say that uh, probably you should go for a course or whatever to improve yourself before you come out and speak and share, mm. right? So how, who or what actually inspires you to keep going?
1: I have to always connect back to my why, no matter what.
0: Your why? Yeah, okay.
1: I, I could say this person inspires me or that person inspires me, but when I really think about it, it's like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Okay. What are my values? What, what, is, what is it that I want to, where do I want to be in five years time, and mm-hmm. why do I want to be there?
0: All right. right, okay. And
1: when I think about my internal why, that always inspires me 10 times more than watching people, anyone else that is doing the same thing True. or something similar. Because then it's really important to me, right? Because my why is, like if, if for example, you say I wanna, I wanna speak on stages, mm-hmm. I wanna earn a certain amount of money, then I'm like, why? Right? Yeah, correct. That then I ask why right mm-hmm. because then I get to the root of that and I'm like okay well I want to speak on stages why do I want to speak on stages I want to coach more people around the world why okay. do I want to do that because I want to transform as many people as I can from where they think they are to where they, they to where they want to be
0: okay nice. and for me mm-hmm. that
1: gives me so much joy when I get a client or someone that has this kind of limited mindset of yep. where they think they or think that they have limited choices and we open up their perception Mm -hmm. and we're able to show them that there's so much more possible for them Mm. and not only that when they do it and they follow through they get that belief for themselves because it's the belief that i never had when i was younger true so when i'm working with people that are able to do that and that affects themselves on such a deep level they affect their family they affect the people they work with they -hmm. they they are more fulfilled they're, they're happier yep and then they spread that Mm-hmm. And True. that to me, that gives me joy. So that's one of my whys.
0: Wow. Okay. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So for those of you who are struggling with your business or anything, just ask yourself this question: Why? What is your real why, right? Yeah. And how can you actually work on it? What can you do rather than why me? Why not ask yourself, let's try me, yeah. right? Let's let's go and do it and see how we can actually make things happen for us, make things
1: happen. You, you always want to get to the point of like, find out what your values are first. Yep, correct. And ask yourself, what it, what inspires me? Like, if mm-hmm. I was to go to, like, if you close your eyes for like 30 seconds and you, you just ask yourself this question. Yep. Where would I want to be in five years time
0: mm-hmm. if I had
1: no restrictions? Mm-hmm and I had unlimited resources where would I want to be and allow yourself just to imagine going to that right and I know some of you it's scary at the start because it Mm -hmm. is it's like we don't allow ourselves to even think about that because we're like well I can't do that and you already stop your limit through your limiting belief you stop Mm -hmm. that from flowing yeah now only through visualization and imagination can we actually if we can see ourselves we're halfway there Right. Yep. Now I do visualization work all the time and I think about it's like how would I want to be, who do, who, who do I need to be in order to have that dream mm-hmm. and not who do I need to be okay. in five years time, who do I yep. need to be today, Yes. right now, mm-hmm. what are the traits, what are the values, what are the habits I need to instinctively bring into my process today nice. in order to have the life I want to have in five years time. And through visualizing that it's Mm -hmm. this is the fun thing it's like if you can see it you can you can you're halfway there now it's going into like okay what are the structures what are the standards I need to have for myself on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and remember every time you have a goal you have to ask what am I gonna do with that like if I say I'm gonna save 150,000 at the end of the year Mm -hmm. what am I gonna do with that I want to yeah. save 150,000 because I want to invest it in blah, 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 blah. You yeah. have to have a reason why Yeah. connected. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, wow. that's so much of wisdom, even though it's simple, but then it is something that I reckon all of you to do it because if you don't do it, you'll never experience it. And if you really want somebody like Emil or even Joe Brown to coach you, you can actually get access to them, which we'll talk about it later on, Mm. all right? And also at the same time, I am really curious, right? After going through all this and all, if let's say, Mm. if let's say, we're gonna strip everything off, Mm. zero uh, money in your bank account, zero assets, Mm. property, everything, this beautiful, wonderful place, gone, right? Mm. What will you do in the first 30 days?
1: It's, this is a funny question, right, because it's like, it's like, what do you do in the first 30 days, right? You got yep. no money
0: at all, zero. do I know anyone? Um, no, because you, you plan to go somewhere else. To okay, restart. so I'm in, I'm in a new city, I don't know anybody. New city, yes.
1: Okay, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, right, because you think, right? You mm-hmm. think, well, I would just get coaching clients and that, but you don't know anyone yet. Yeah. So... The first thing I would do is be like, okay, what's the basic needs I need? And that is okay. food, yep. shelter, yes. water, right? Yep. Like, basic things I need, right? Yes. Correct. Am I by myself? Do I have family? Am I by myself?
0: Uh, well, we'll give you a, a, a tougher one. You are by yourself.
1: Okay, so I'm by myself. <laughs> Actually, I feel like that's easier. Right? Oh, that's easier, okay, yeah. cool. So you think about it, right? So uh-huh. if I just need food, shelter, and water, then okay. my first thing is it's like, if I don't know anyone, the first thing I'm going to do personally is Mm -hmm. I'm going to find, I'm going to start looking for jobs. And not in a way where it's like, oh, I need to go and... If I have no money, it's like, how do I get on the internet? I don't have any money, right? So it's it's an interesting thing. So I would literally go and knock on doors. I would Mm -hmm. knock on businesses and I'd be like, who do you have here? What do you need? How can I work? Just to get money coming in. All right, right. okay. So so I can eat, Mm -hmm. right? next next thing is I'll be like I'd find out who they know and mm-hmm. I would ask a whole lot of questions nice. so I'll be finding out like who do they know like do you know anyone that needs certain kinds of services I would write mm-hmm. down every skill that I have yep. and I would present it yes. to them and I would literally be like these are all my skills this is what I can do mm-hmm. if you guys have troubles and this and this and that this is what I can do and I would just get initial money coming in so yep. I can eat and find shelter Nice. Okay. And it's funny because people go, Well, that's you know, your ego comes in and it's like, Well <laughs> if you've been living in a nice apartment or you've been living in villas and it's like what would you do? But what would you do if you really didn't have that money? Yep. And you had to build from the, the round up. You do what you what is necessary. Yes, I agree. And I, this is the thing these days with people that are in debt
0: mm-hmm. is
1: that people would rather wait until yep. they get the job mm-hmm. and stay in debt. Yep. instead of finding a second job. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is the problem these days. It's like, you, if you really want to get out of debt, mm-hmm. or you really want to get out of a pickle, like, you got to do what's necessary. Yes. Like, I remember my father, uh-huh. it's interesting, my father, we've always, like, my parents have always, like, instilled great worth ethics with us. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad got retrenched, and he got fired, and okay. he didn't have a job for a moment, and he sold his car, which was a nicer car, and mm-hmm. sold it for a cheaper car. And he went back to brick cleaning and he did what was necessary, but he oh. kept the food kind of like, we, we never ever were, we were without food or we mm-hmm. always had a roof over our head. Okay. And that instilled in me since I was a kid, okay. because I was like, you got to do what's necessary in that moment yep. until you find your feet again. And while you're doing that, mm-hmm. then now that you have the necessities yep. to eat, to, to have shelter, And to have a place, then it's like, okay, what else am I going to create? Who do I Mm -hmm. need to find out? And I would start building my my resume. Then I would start connecting and getting onto the internet, so I've got more money and, you know, building it up again. Okay. And if you can do it once, then you can do it again. True. I agree. I agree. If you've done it once, and there's no way it will take you, it wouldn't take you thirty days. It would literally take a way shorter amount of period because you already know that fast track of getting to the next step.
0: True. That's how millionaires actually got back up again Absolutely. in a pretty fast way, right? Absolutely. They Probably what one two months later, oh, they're back up again. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So if let's say, right, mm. you have actually reached that amount of gold that you want, mm. right? You have Rebuild it up already and you have reached freedom, right? Which we are supposed to be talking right now, right? That that freedom, what does it really mean? What does it really mean? Because a lot of people always talk about financial freedom Mm. uh, Probably a bit of time freedom, but in your point of view What is it all about?
1: I mean we hear all the time that freedom is doing what you want when you want Yeah, right? But ultimately, every think about it. If everybody did that, and it's like, "Well, this is my freedom," like, there would be chaos in the world. Like, freedom is you can do that as long Mm -hmm. as you're not infringing any harm on anybody else and taking anybody else's freedom away. True. Okay. But real freedom is, for me, is it's it's how do I move? How do I speak? How do Mm -hmm. I communicate? How do I? Present to the world without mm-hmm. restriction, because yep. for so many, so many of us are, we think that I've got the money and I'm, I'm creating massive things and mm-hmm. and I've got this financial freedom, but I can't speak my truth, or I am unable to connect with other people, or yeah. I get frustrated easily, or I'm a victim to my own mind. So yeah. I'm like, what is freedom? Yes. Right. Okay. And so many of us, we think we're free because mm-hmm. if we have money or this and that, but it's like you're actually, you're, you're in a jail cell in your mind. Mm-hmm. And that comes down to, like how do you feel, Like for example, how do you feel when you're able to fully express and say what you want when you want how you want it?
0: Well, oh, it feels great, man. As in, you, you are able to be authentic yeah. to the world. Yeah. You are able to be generously authentic to the world where you do not hide things. Of course, probably there are certain people, probably they are big megastars, they have certain private things that they do not want to share because mm-hmm. it's just private, right? Yeah. But when it comes to publicly, they want to share with people, they will definitely go and share it out. Mm. They, they want to inspire people, oh, like Tony Robbins, mm. Sylvester Stallone, their life stories, they have changed a lot, yeah. right, from a janitor to a most highly paid, powerful speaker around the world. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's all about, I would say, being able to tell the truth to people and let people know and let people actually understand you a little bit more.
1: But it also comes down to is like, when I'm able to express without me judging it or mm-hmm. not fearing people judging me, yep. that is a whole new level of freedom. Yes. When I'm fully embracing me and I'm fully accepting me and I'm mm-hmm. fully in internally um, mm-hmm. allowing myself to speak up yep. and connect and not care what people think there's that that's an unbelievable kind of freedom because yeah ultimately it's like you don't feel restricted yeah right I agree and so many of us do and the biggest thing that I see even with clients and coaching is that I don't want to do this because I'm afraid of being seen or mm-hmm. I'm gonna be judged or I'm afraid of what people will think and it's one of the biggest things that we still hear it's like yeah how do we let go fully mm-hmm. right but it right. really comes down to it's like what am i not accepting in myself what am i still hiding from what am i avoiding and what am i pretending not to know mm. about myself because when you get clear about those questions then you see exactly where you're restricting your freedom nice
0: right all right nice yeah. so this Freedom that you are mentioning about. Yeah. So, what are the actual steps that they can actually do, other than knowing about what they want, why they want it, and all this? What What can they do to actually attain this freedom?
1: I mean, for me, like I like I like to ask a question: Is what are your concerns?
0: What are your concerns? Okay. Yeah,
1: first, what are your concerns? What are your critiques about yourself and other people? Mm-hmm. And concerns critiques and what are your complaints because complaints. when you get okay. clear about what you're complaining about because it's always going to be an excuse every time you go to level up yep. every time you go to the next level there's always going to be an excuse or a story of why you can't have it mm. okay. and cool. if you're free then you don't have restrictions in front of you you're like yep. i can do what i want when i want how mm-hmm. i want to as long as it doesn't impose or hurt anybody else in that, then you're free
0: yep.
1: And This is the biggest joy we get Mm -hmm. is when we are fully in alignment with our values. When we are in alignment with our vision, when we are creating and we're not caring what people think. Yep, I agree. It's like the ultimate and, Mm -hmm. and everybody wants it. But a lot of us don't know how about how, how we get it. And we mm-hmm. think that if we get the job, or if we become famous, then people love us, then we're gonna, be, we're gonna have this freedom. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people will, will get famous and get rich, and then they're constantly looking at who's looking at me, and who's feeding me, and are yep. people telling me that I'm worthy, and this and that, because mm-hmm. they've gone outside to realize when they go back in that it's not the answer.
0: Yes that's where all the insecurities come in mm-hmm. all the low self esteem actually they they might have um, low self esteem because they have the uh, i would say the awareness of people feeding in feedback mm-hmm. to them and they are always constantly searching and seeking for feedbacks from other people especially positive feedbacks or even people trying to uh, kiss their asses, yeah. right? And they will feel, wow, I'm so glad yeah, that yeah. I made a friend like this, yeah. right? And I, I truly believe that when you receive this kind of stuff, I believe probably, you know, deep down, you'll feel that, hey, whatever they said, was it really true, mm-hmm. right? Was it something these people, these critiques or these uh, compliments, were mm-hmm. they real?
1: Were they- that's, a scary, that's a scary thing, right? Yeah, correct. you you get some people that will get so big that, and it's a fear, it's a fear of mine, it's like, how do you know when people are being really genuine or they're just wanting to like, they're kissing your ass because,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of who you are. Yeah, or because and of
0: the benefits of value that he can yes, get
1: from you. Yeah, yeah, from getting from you. So yep. it's like, when you know who you are and you're solid in your values, you know, mm-hmm. you, you will attract those kind of people yep. that will support you and you'll measure up to. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what you want you want to connect with people that are like-minded that are on the same vibration but if yes. you're coming from lack and you're focusing on outside things you're going to get people that are also come from lack and you'll attract that
0: true wow mm. okay well now as we are actually coming to the end of the yeah. podcast uh, I would like to actually ask you this final question mm. which a lot of people have been intrigued by it so this question is very simple mm. if let's say Today is your last day on earth. Okay? Mm -hmm. What would your thirty second speech to the audience that's watching right now?
1: Thirty second speech,
0: all right. (laughs) I would call
1: everybody Mm -hmm. that I loved and express it to them. Okay. I would also call all the people that I've had guilt or shame or regret around and Mm -hmm. I would Forgive them, and I would let that go. Okay. Because there is nothing worse than leaving this place. Yep. And holding on to regret and pain, and I would want to free it from myself and Mm -hmm. free it from them as well. Correct. And make sure I just told everybody in my life that how much they meant to me and what Mm -hmm. they meant to me, and for me that would be the best way to go out.
0: Nice. So if Mm -hmm. let's say you guys have any. Jealous, jealousy or hatred towards any of your friends, right? Or any of your, the peeps that you used to follow and then after that you realize that, hey, probably I am jealous of you because of uh, you are able to reach out to these people or you're able to do all this kind of stuff. Um, I would like you to actually uh, listen to what Emil has mentioned just now, yeah. which, we are, which was to actually go and think it through forgive them because ultimately we only have one life to live as us and then when we leave this world can you imagine how many people that we hate are going to be crying for us to die because they when when we die because they are actually looking at us hey you know you have actually been through some moments of enjoyment moments of shit together and Mm -hmm. then after that you start started to dislike me or whatsoever or you judge me for who i am and then you know, that, that kind of feeling when you go out, when you go back home to probably heaven or whichever, there's that, that, that such thing, right? You, you will actually be feeling a bit of regret. Like, hey. There's like,
1: nothing worse than regret.
0: Yeah, you know, regret, I regretted not, yeah. not saying sorry to you. Yeah. I regretted not saying I forgive you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, or guilt and shame. It's yeah. one of the heaviest emotions that I, I work with people on. Mm-hmm. And it ruins you from the inside out, it rots you.
0: Yeah, I so agree.
1: forgiveness e- equals freedom yes. and then the moment you forgive and really forgive this is where you release it this mm-hmm. is where you Allow yourself to be human and mm-hmm. remember that forgiveness is never about the other person. It's always about yourself
0: Yeah, I so
1: agree. the moment you really forgive and you let go the moment you mm-hmm. allow flow mm-hmm. and you allow flow in the other person's life and You gotta ask yourself. Do I want to be right or do I want to be connected
0: nice? well, wow, so Emil, where can my audience find you, and where can they actually uh, get your uh, get you to coach them? Or yeah, yeah, so
1: if you want to get in contact with myself, you can go to my website, which is www.emilsteenveld.com. Nice, and you can also find me on Instagram under Emil Steenwald.
0: Okay, so awesome. So reach out to me there. All right. Wow. Thank you so much for appearing on the show. Well, really appreciate it. really love the energy and wisdom that you have given to us. And also at the same time, I would like to thank all of you that's tuning in from all over the world, with Singapore, US, Australia, many other places as well. I'm really thankful for all your support Uh, and not forgetting to actually thank my haters as well. (laughs) Thank you for, you know, allowing me to level up allowing me to add fuel to me so that I can go bigger and better and stronger than ever, right? Awesome. Awesome. So with that, I would like to thank each and every one again. So see you guys next week. We will have more amazing guests, international guests coming on to the podcast and we'll see you soon. All right, take care. Have a great Sunday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Ragsy Show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it has added value to you. And stay tuned for more. Take care. Ciao.